the world is moving faster than I think any of us anticipated. Uh, definitely me. Uh, it's almost to the point where I feel like I can't keep up anymore with the direction that the world's going. Uh, the United States, really, since that's where I live. But surprisingly, one of the more progressive changes that have taken me by surprise is Walmart. Yes, Walmart. Walmart has always given us that industrial, polished concrete, exposed rafting, homeless people in the urinals. I mean, that's what we've come to expect. When I go to Walmart, I expect a few things. None of them is quality. Uh, none of them is customer service. And this isn't a knock on Walmart. It's just, I mean, there's a niche for everyone and Walmart's found their spot, right? Cheap goods, questionable quality, questionable at best. But, I mean, you go into something that looks like a warehouse, and if you come out without any new bumps or scrapes, then, then you've, you've completed the mission. But Walmart's changing things up. And now they're trying to attract a different style of shopper because Target's starting to take away a lot of the market share of the the high-end clientele. Like, that was a surprise to anybody. I mean, is anybody really surprised that the the couples or the the individuals that make over 100 grand are shopping somewhere else besides Walmart? Does that that really surprise anybody? Either way, Walmart is in itself – Surprise! Because they're going to Target, okay? Everybody's going to Target. They're allowing whoever in their restrooms now. My mother-in-law is furious. But regardless, they're letting anybody in Walmart. Target's more of an exclusive club. You almost have to have a membership card. Almost. Really, you just don't have to look. I think they'll throw you out if you look even remotely homeless. Um. Anyway, Walmart changing things up. They're trying a more fashion-friendly approach. Uh, they're, they're trying to, well, let's just, the article says this. It says that they're trying to make their stores brighter, brighter lights. I thought they were bright enough already. Fashion-forward mannequins and colorful displays of makeup, pet supplies, and more. Uh, they're trying to compete with big box stores like Target. We knew that that was a battle. We knew that Target and Walmart have always been going at it. But, I mean, the picture I'm looking at here. They have like those kind of studio lights above some clothing displays. Again, people don't typically go to Walmart for clothing. I'm I'm probably speaking out of turn. I'm sure a lot of people do, but they don't go for quality. They just go because it's cost effective because that's what Walmart's known for. But these mannequins, first of all, we're, we're fighting stereotypes with these mannequins. So thumbs up. Great approach to Walmart. They're putting some more realistic bodied mannequins, okay? Because I'm sure that the more sexy silhouetted mannequins were just getting groped too much by individuals with mental health disorders. And I say that because I've seen it. I have seen sick people run their hands up uh, skirts of mannequins expecting to find something I don't know. Uh, but, you know, that's just a starting point. They start at mannequins, then next thing you know, you're being accosted in the aisles of Walmart. I digress. Realistic-looking mannequins that are free of sexual assault. Uh, they have this beautiful little setup. It looks like a little nursery, right? They have a little rocking chair, uh, a cradle, 
uh, a little crib, you know, and, and it looks great. They got the bright lights on it. They have the fake wall with the wallpaper and koala picture. It's cute. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. The problem is they're making these changes, but their clientele's not changing. So earlier I said I go to Walmart for certain things. And what I do is I go there and I expect to see an overabundance of PJ pants, pajama pants on people uh, in public. That or the exact opposite. People not wearing enough clothes going out in public. I do expect to see homeless people sleeping behind the toilet paper. I do expect to see children running around, um, sometimes in just a diaper, no shoes, just running rampant. Uh, I think I've seen a couple snakes in there from time to time. The point is, Walmart needs to, sh- to, to really shift their focus towards their clientele. Because what they're going to end up having is someone is going to leave their baby in this crib. They're going to leave the baby in the crib or the, the them themselves are going to crawl into the crib. Someone undoubtedly, there's a very, there's a very comfortable looking rocking chair. Someone is going to start just taking care of their child, right? I mean, changing their diaper, breastfeeding, which I'm not against in public. I get it. It's natural, whatever. Get over yourselves. The fact is I don't go to Walmart expecting a peep show. And that's what, that's exactly what you're going to get. Actually, I do go expecting a peep show half the time, but Half the time, not every time, but this is almost going to seal the deal. I mean, there's going to be chaos. Someone is going to try to walk out with that cradle. Someone is going to try to walk out with a mannequin, Jeffrey Dahmer. It's going to get weird, okay? They're adding more clothes, better clothes, activewear from exclusive brands. Now, I'm going to read the name of these exclusive brands. Tell me if you're going to love in sports. And beautiful. Oh, that's that's developed by Drew Barrymore. So that's exactly what I want. Is I want a home decor line that's developed by a me by a mediocre actress. Mediocre at best. So there's over there. There's going to be approximately forty seven hundred stores. So keep an eye out. Walmart is is for sure going to bring one of these to you in your area, and you can make the decision if it looks good. I mean, they're spending a lot of money not paying their employees. We know that because, again, I'm not hating on these people, but you go in there and you see the type of people they employ. They need money, these people. But instead, they're going to add three LCD screens above their shampoo with these beautiful people styling and whatever else instead of you know, giving the retired fellow who is, you know, social security is not paying enough because our government sucks and oh boy has to make ends meet. He just lost his wife to cancer. Medical bills are stacking up. He has diabetes. He lost a foot last year. Now he has to work in Walmart to pay off his medical bills and they're paying him crap. Instead, he's going to be able to look up while he's eating his peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the break room. And he's going to be able to see all the white girls at the shampoo line looking at the LCD screens while pictures of other beautiful white girls are blazed across it uh, for their for Drew Barrymore's new home decor line. It's embarrassing, quite frankly, because Target doesn't have to do this. They already have a higher end following. They already started. They started there, so they don't have a whole lot to change. Walmart, on the other hand, is bringing in all these different lights. Now, don't expect too much of a change. 
don't expect too much because they're still going to have the exposed rafters, the overbearing LCD lights. I said LCD, LED lights. You know, they're not making any changes to quality, right? If you if you were to do what most people do when they go to Walmart and get clothes, go to the go to the fitting room, take off your dirty, soiled clothing and put on their new clothing. It'll probably deteriorate by the time you get home, quality-wise, right? But whatever. I hope it works out for them. I will still go to Target. Really, my wife will still go to Target, and I will go with her. You will not find me at a Walmart unless things are dire. I ran out of gas in front of one, or I need to borrow a phone because mine fell down a drain pipe and I have to call 911 because I'm bleeding out. That's the only reason you're going to find me in a Walmart, so stop looking. Progressively speaking, though, Walmart is just a small blip on the radar in, in some things that are going on nowadays. I mean, you go to Walmart and you expect to see people having public sex. You, I mean, I've seen people urinating in aisles. Uh, all these YouTubers and, and influencers go to places like Walmart to do their stupid little pranks, jump into ball pits and stuff. Like, it's, it's embarrassing. And that is kind of what the brand has become. It's become a joke. While people, real people, go to Target and spend their money, their real money there, right? Uh, Walmart will still take EBT. That's fine. Uh, Target probably does too. Okay, I was trying to make a joke. The, the fact is Walmart is still going to be subpar. They're going to try their best. It's lipstick on a pig to use a term that we're all familiar with. But by all means, keep going. Just know when you go there, you're going to be probably hounded by all the sights and smells and sounds of the new Walmart. They're doing a new – it says that they're jazzing up their, like, pet care stuff. Like, I wouldn't buy – and if you do, I, I strongly suggest changing this up. I would not buy pet supplies from Walmart. If you love your pet, if you're looking to murder your pet, then that's fine. If you're if you're moving out or you're getting a baby, instead of you want to re, instead of rehoming, you don't want to go through all that. You just want to poison it. Then buy the stuff at Walmart by all means. But if you're really looking on at taking care of an animal, I mean, from a hamster up to a dog to a horse, don't buy the stuff from Walmart. I don't care how much they church it up; it's not going to do them any good. So, just a little piece of advice for me. What do I know? What I do know is I don't shop at Walmart for those reasons. Moving on, some really scary things. I said that we're progressing at an alarming rate. An alarming rate. And what's been in the news a lot recently, if you've been paying attention, is artificial intelligence. Robots, right? If you flipped on the news, opened up any kind of social media, you've probably seen the Boston Dynamic robots that are doing flips and shit and like throwing tool bag is up to construction workers, like a construction company is going to buy one of those. But you get my point. These things are basically humans. They, they made like those little dog ones, like you've seen those little dog robots. And like they put a gun on one. They put a gun on one, which I support, right? I support. But it's still scary, right? You're, you hear a knock at your door. You hear some, some sweet little whimpers and a scratch at your door. And you're thinking there's a stray... You get your Walmart dog food. You're ready to put it out of its misery. And you open the door and it's a it's a robot dog with a gun pointed in your face. The horror. 
right? And then they ship you off to some internment camp because you didn't get your COVID vaccine. So, but that's not that's not what I'm here talking about. What I'm talking about is Chat GPT, if you've heard of it. It stands for Chat Generative Pre-trained Transformer, uh, commonly called Chat GPT. You've probably heard about this. It's really grasped the headlines. It came out last year, at the end of last year, November was like the prototype. But anyway, it's developed by this company called OpenAI, right? They're worth $29 billion. So it's a huge company that you've never heard of. But anyway, they've made this AI called ChatGPT. You can play around with it. All you have to do is sacrifice a little bit of your personal information, like I did, okay? Um, but you go in there and you can have conversations with it. And they train this thing, okay? So I went to a very reliable source, Wikipedia, and I wanted to see what is this chat bot that people are talking about. Because they're talking about how it's like bringing institutions to their knees, like uh, universities and high schools and all these places are just crumbling because chat GPT is turning in work, turning in homework, and, and it's actually doing a decent job. It's doing a really good job. So anyway, it's they use supervised learning as, as well as reinforcement learning. So human trainers improve the model's performance. They supervise it. So basically, human trainers communicate and interact with this chat bot and then they rank the responses and it gives and, it, and it, they call it a reward model, which is scary that they're rewarding a robot, that a bot has a sense of reward and failure. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But either way, the models are being trained in collaboration with Microsoft, which is basically Skynet, Terminator. Keep that in the back of your mind. We'll talk about Terminator later. Very scary stuff. Microsoft is taking over the world. Bill Gates is coming for you and your children. And he's doing so through ChatGPT. So anyway, its core function is a chatbot to mimic human conversation, right? But it can also write and debug computer programs. It can compose music, teleplays, teleplays, fairy tales, essays. It can answer test questions. It can write poetry, song lyrics. It can play rooms. Guys, this thing is smarter than your children. So I had to test it out. Like I said, I sacrificed some of my personal information. And I just asked it. I just said, how does chat GPT learn? So it tells me, it's basically introducing itself to me. It says it's an AI language model developed by OpenAI, this $29 billion company that you've never heard of. It uses deep learning techniques to generate human-like text. It is trained using a large corpus of text data, specifically a variant of transformer architecture in the process of unsupervised learning known as transformer language modeling. No one knows what that means, and I think that's on purpose. But I'll tell you this, even ChatGPT had a Freudian slip here. It said it is trained using a large corpus of text data. It could have used any other word, but it chose corpus. I get it. Corpus means large body, but it's like a Latin term. So why did it choose corpus, right? Probably because it's trying to get us used to it using homicidal language homicidal listen we're etching we're, we're getting closer and closer to the edge here humanity is about to take a dive ai robots are about to rise in our place which may be the best thing for planet earth but that's 
that's beside the point. The point is you and everybody you know are going to be dead soon because of this thing, because of chat GPT. So anyway, it's pre-trained on a lot. Look, it uses it again on a large corpus of text, text data. It could have used any other word, but it chose that one. Okay. It's almost like to take a step back recently, the government released some documents basically admitting that there are UFOs. I'm sure y'all have heard about this. It's old news. And like, and if you haven't heard about it, then that should be shocking to you because the government, the United States government, which is possessing of, of all kinds of intelligence, has admitted that all these videos you've seen of UFOs and whatever else, they're real and they don't know what they are. So there may be a little bit of a lie in there. I think maybe they do know, but that's beside the point. We'll have my buddy on later. We'll talk about that. But there's, they admitted that there's UFOs. There are un, unidentified flying objects. We don't know what they are. They've interacted with us, us, them, and this and that. So the government admitted that. Okay? So what people are saying, and the reason that I'm relating this to chat GPT, is because this, the suspicion is that the government, they put this out. And like I said, there wasn't a big reaction to it. And I think that, that was intentional. They're trying to get you ready for when the aliens do come. Do I believe in that? No. But that's what people are saying. And I take what people are saying and I say them back to you so that you know and you can tell your friends. But either way, the government, that's the idea anyway, is trying to get you used to the idea that there are aliens out there. And they do it by feeding you these little morsels of information so that when the mothership does land, you're just, you shrug. You're like, yep, that makes sense. There, we've been we've been waiting for this, and you're not shocked. You, there's no uproar, right? So anyway, I think that's why Chat B GPT let this little Freudian slip in by using corpus instead of any other word that it could have used. So it's pre-trained on a large corpus of text data. Basically, it's building its foundation on your bodies. That's what I got out of it anyway. So it can it can be fine-tuned for specific tasks, question answers. Sorry answer questions. It can generate texts, things like that. So, you know, I, I asked it to explain AI. It did in a very good light, though. It was all very good things. It tried using things like self-driving cars, Tesla. It didn't say Tesla, but it talks about self-driving cars, and which is something we're all used to. It talked about um, a bartender. If you see a robot bartender mixing drinks, and we all flash back to Star Wars and shit like that, and you're like, oh, that's cool. And that's neat. Yeah, that's what it wants you to think. <laughs> anyway, so ChatGPT is out there. And yeah, that people are getting upset because supposedly this, this chat thing is like writing student essays and stuff. Right? Um, but it can do a lot more than that. It can do a lot more than that. It can, it can write songs and stuff. So there's, there's no need for paying artists millions of dollars when you can just ask chat GPT open AI to, you know, I went on open AI's website just to see what they're about. Cause they do other things, um, for $29 billion, at least I hope they would, they do other things and they have like a little intro. Like as soon as you go, if you go to openai.com, whatever it is, if you just Google open AI, it'll pop up for you anyway. Um, give it a Goog. Um, when you open it up, there's a very large video and I clicked and played it. And basically there's a couple of things that are concerning for one, 
the very image that it elicits is one that's very comforting, right? There's a lot of exposed wood and exposed brick and all the men have man buns and, and very closely trimmed beards. And there's a lot of quarter zip sweaters. And although it's an American based company, most people had an accent from somewhere else. There was a lot of British. Um, there was, you know, some Chinese, there was some Irish, I think maybe, but either way, what I'm saying is this is a, this is globalization. This is people all over the world coming together through open AI and generating computers, robots that will take your life over and kill you and your family. So, but it was very concerning because you see these people, it's exactly what you think it, it would be when I say that there's a multi-billion dollar company that is generating robots to take over your life. You would say, you take one look at the first guy with a man bun and a closely trimmed beard wearing lumberjack check, and you'd say, yeah, that's the one who's going to do it, right? We turn on these movies and we expect to see George Clooney's or, or you know, uh, Van Damme's up there that are, I know they typically play the heroes, but you get what I'm saying. You expect beautiful people that have very square jaws, close cut cropped hair. You expect them with the millions of billions of dollars, excuse me, you expect them to be the ones that are running this organization, taking over the world, right? And they have beautiful little assistants that run around and henchmen, ugly henchmen with scars and like on their faces and guns. But that's not what it is. That's not reality. In reality, it looks like someone that you would see at a local coffee shop somewhere in Seattle, probably, who on their off time wears a mask and burns things down when the slightest inconvenient thing happens. You know the type. You know what I'm talking about. That is who is developing chat GPT. That is who is developing generative pre-trained transformer. I, Jesus Christ, I just realized the T in GPT, the last one is transformer. It might as well be Terminator. But you see what I'm talking about? Little morsels getting you ready. And by getting you ready, what I mean is like, what kind of, like, what can they do? I, I named all these things that they can do that at least chat GPT can do. And so while I was researching this, I found like, oh, here's a CBS news article um, while I was researching this. It said, these are the jobs that are most likely to be replaced by chat bots like chat GPT. And I said, oh no, we're in trouble. Computer programming, that's obviously one. It says they can do coding and programming. We have people that go to school for that. Guys, we have people that pay a lot of money to learn how to do these things, and then they go get jobs in the real, real world, and they make everything better. But nope, we're going we're gonna to make this thing, this chat transformer, do programming for us. So your job's at risk. Basic email. I, you know, I didn't know this. I recently found out through a friend of mine. There are people, those, those junk emails you get, Sometimes, not every time, but sometimes they're written by a person or they're sent by a person. It, I, I know it seems silly to even suggest that a bot can do that because it's, it's a very simple function. Anybody can do that. A, a, a monkey can do that. But these things can compose emails, right? It can schedule things. It can cancel appointments. It can outsource these things that you may need like a secretary for maybe. An administrative assistant, I'm sorry. We don't call them secretaries anymore because you sleep with those. Administrative assistants are professionals. Yep. So anyway, they do that. Mid-level writing. I don't know exactly what is mid-level writing, but they have some guy from MIT in this article talking about how 
they can do mid-level writing for white collar jobs, right? Like writing human resource letters, uh, advertising, drafting press releases, things like that. Again, something that people go to school for and pay a lot of money for, but instead we're gonna have this robot do it. And the $29 billion company is gonna grow along with Microsoft and before you know it, we've all been replaced. Media planning and buying, they can do that. So PR stuff. They have whole college degrees dedicated. I keep coming back to that. But they have whole college degrees that are committed to PR and marketing. But instead, the lumberjack is coming for you. Legal functions. Now, this one's really cool. It is until it isn't anyway. Legal functions. It says that it can translate well to the legal profession. In fact, ChatGPT's boss recently, this is insane, the, the bot recently passed a law school exam and earned a passing grade after writing essays on topics ranging from constitutional law to taxation and torts. You, you may not even know what a tort is, but chat does, chatbot does. So you have these piles of code, these things that don't exist in the real world, and they are taking over our jobs. The legal thing's a little scary. It can read and knows law and it can defend you. Now that may be something that you're into. Maybe maybe you're into being represented by an AI lawyer, right? Uh, a British man did that. There was a British guy who has a, a company called Do Not Pay coming from uh, from the UK. That, that name makes sense. Over here it doesn't because everybody pays. But do not pay. They wanted to have an AI-powered bot argue for a defendant in a case. Now, they weren't trying to get weird about it. And it wasn't a murder case. It wasn't burglary or, you know, anything crazy like that or assault. No, this was a traffic ticket, which really, if you're going to test things, start small. I get it. But this guy had this whole AI thing. And he was using this chat GPT to do this. So basically the defendant would go in, which I don't know if you've ever been to traffic law. If you haven't, um, I wouldn't say it's super common that people would, would bring a lawyer to like a traffic ticket. Normally, if they do argue it in court, they just show up, pray to God the cop doesn't. And if it does move forward, then they just, you know, they try their best at defending themselves. So, and I've, I've seen this and it doesn't go great most of the time because there's a lot of nuances into uh, court proceedings, right? There's a lot of things that are expected of lawyers that you as just a layman, you may not know. Again, I'm not insulting anybody's intelligence. I'm, I'm simply saying I've seen it. I've seen people go to court and make them make an ass out of themselves because they go there and they, they think that they know what they're doing. But when it's their turn to ask questions, they start talking and then they get shut down. And before you know, they look like a fool. The judge starts falling asleep. The people in the gallery are laughing and and the cop is waiting outside to write him another ticket because he knows it's it's easy money. Well, let's just go get him because this idiot doesn't know how to defend himself. I'm kidding. But I digress. There's an AI robot lawyer. This is a real thing. I told you how ChatGPT has already passed a law exam. They're using that in this do not pay effort or a company. So this guy, basically what he was going to do was they had a defendant that was going to go forward and he was going to wear uh, smart glasses, right? Smart glasses that have built in cameras and microphones and 
chat GPT along with another AI thing called DaVinci, whatever that is, never heard of it. But anyway, they, he would wear these smart glasses and then it would have uh, a small speaker in his ear. It's like an earpiece and it would be listening the entire time and it would be taking in through these, these camera lenses and through these microphones, everything that's going on in the courtroom. And in real time, it would process that and find answers for you or tell you how to proceed. And it would tell you in the ear through your little earpiece. So he, they were going to do that. It was going to take place in California in February. Not anymore. Because people got angry, as they should, and as you should. You, you should actually already be playing this in your car on your way to Home Depot to buy sandbags, five-gallon buckets, and other things. It should look like a scene out of The Last of Us. You should be buying these things and getting ready for the end of the world. But you're not, and that's fine. But this, these people, these, these uh, other bar officials and people from different state bars and organizations pertaining to law sent letters to this you know, young man in, in uh, England who has this do not pay company, and they threatened him. One even said that they were going to refer him to the district attorney's office for prosecution and prison time. They're full of it. They're full of it. Because I don't know if you know this. But a lot of lawyers are, are professional liars, okay? And I'm not disparaging any lawyers out there. But I think even as I say this, if a lawyer were to hear, they'd go, uh, yeah, I mean, it's true. There's lawyers in every profession. Or sorry, there's liars in every profession. Um, but particularly in lawyers, there's a lot of liars. And that's fine because they have to do their best. And sometimes that takes lying. But anyway, these these people undoubtedly were lying but they threatened this young man and said, we're going to take you, you know, before other courts, because basically they were saying that it was, what do they say? It was a false representation that basically they were saying that you, you can't practice law without, you know, a, a bar card or whatever they call it in that profession. But anyway, they were saying that it was illegal for them to practice unauthorized practice of law. Um, which is kind of odd because technically, in the United States at least, you can represent yourself. Now, you're held to the same standard as an attorney or anybody that does practice law, but you can still represent yourself. So I don't, I don't really get That's why I think they were empty threats. They were scared, as they should be. So, like, I'm not really mad. But that's the point is that this thing was coming for their jobs. And it starts out small. It starts off with a speeding ticket. And then before you know it... They overturned the uh, OJ sentence because ChatGPT found new evidence and convicts him, puts him back in prison where he belongs. So anyway, this AI lawyer has been uh, shit can to say the least. Uh, I don't think we've seen the last of it. I mean, the guy that developed it isn't going away. So we may just see it somewhere else at a different time or later on down the road when they decide that robots can practice law since they passed a bar exam or law exam, not a bar exam. But what's even more, since we were talking about Skynet, since we were talking about Skynet, trans, Transformers, there's also another scary development which should terrify you. It did me. There's a robot. It's a liquid metal robot 
that can be molded, shaped, melted down, and then it can retake that form again. In fact, this says scientists say the Lego shaped robot can quote melt from solid to liquid and reform itself to squeeze in and out of tight spaces. It can perform tasks like soldering, a circuit, and it can even escape cages. So Google this, give it a Google and, and, and look at the video. It's sped up, so it's not a fast process. We're not to Terminator 2 yet, right? We're not there yet. But again, everything starts with a small step. And that's exactly what this is. This metal robot, which ugh, they didn't even try to cover it up. It's silver, just like Transformer 2. It's silver. It looks like a little Lego man. It melts down. It's, it, it melts out and like runs out of the little cage that they made for it. And then it reforms itself back into the Lego shape. I'm not making this up. This isn't, this isn't fake. I'm not making a joke. This is real. You can find it. Google it. They even in this USA Today article talk about, it says, although magnetically controlled soft robots have been around, which is true, we've seen those, this oozing version may invoke new feelings of terror. This is in USA Today. With AI dystopian characteristics that would be a hallmark of any movie involving the end of humankind. I'm sure they can't say Terminator 2 in the USA Today article, but I can say it. And that's what they mean, is that this AI, in their words, AI dystopian characteristics, which means the silver liquid that melts down and that can reform to look like a cop, Terminator 2, involving the end of humankind, because that's what it did. It's now getting closer and closer to reality. It's made from a mixture of magnetic metals, including neodymium, iron, and boron, and the liquid metal gallium. It doesn't put it at ease for me any more than it should you. But they, they're trying to say that basically what this is going to do, well, I already told you, it will do those things, the soldering and all that, and go into circuit boards, and again, morsels. Because everybody's going to buy into that. Everybody's going to say, oh, that's cool. You know, you know, if there's a TV, for example, or a computer with a circuit board, instead of having to open it up and get your grubby little fingers in there and potentially screw up this very finely actuated thing, I can have my little metal Lego man melt, go through my AC vents and fix whatever I need it to fix. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And what they're going to do is they're going to put chat GPT in there. And then you're going to have a silver humanoid figure teaching your children and giving them all COVID vaccines, which will then lead to autism. And then our entire population will be autistic and the silver metal melting people will take us over. That's a joke. Christ, it's a joke. But that's what's going to end up happening is we just have this. Um, and, it, and it takes a long time right now. You know, if you watch the video, they have to speed it up like 10 times, like 10 times regular speed just to get the effect because it is very slow moving. We're also in the year 2023. So I'm, I'm guaranteeing you and things are moving fast. You know, you probably woke up a, a year ago, a year ago thinking, ah, 2022, what a great year. Little did you know, but. You probably woke up and you probably weren't thinking like, I bet 
you know, Terminator 2 is, is fiction. That will never happen. I did. I mean, I didn't wake up with that thought every day, but a few times. I, w- I would wake up and thank God that there wasn't a silver robot that could melt down and take me over and enter my body and bloodstream and then remorph itself back into my bloodstream and blow me apart. That went a little far, but I didn't think that. And now it's a reality. I also didn't think that universities were going to have to be rethinking their plagiarism policies because there's a chat bot that can literally write dissertations. It can write exams and take multiple question tests, which I'm thankful for, I guess. I don't know. I don't run a college. But they're worried about it. And if I and if I told you that this was going to be reality a year ago, you wouldn't believe me. Six months ago, you wouldn't believe me. But here we are. And in like one week's time, we've gone from worrying about Russia's nuclear weapons to now there's a liquid robot. And there's no one in these meetings that's saying we should probably stay away from that. There's a lot of other things that we can focus our scientist brains on. You know, like thinner TVs. We can go back to, you know, smaller cell phones because they're getting bigger again. That's what she said. But we're we're focusing on the wrong things. I mean, sure, it's cool. Like, like instead of having surgery, you'll drink this black liquid and it will just roll through your kidneys and suck up all the um, kidney stones. I would do it, but I wouldn't be happy about it because I would know that not all of it's coming out of me. And inside that black goo is probably a tracking device. And then that tracking device is going to be used to per- to make purchases in the future. And before you know it, uh, the Antichrist has descended, ascended down up to earth and has started the thousand-year reign. I'm saying those things for a different group of people, but you know what I mean. It's out there. They're out there. And since we're talking about it, I, I, I put this out on my Twitter that I'm super excited about this upcoming election. I say upcoming. I know we're still, well, no, it's upcoming. So anyway, I'm excited about it because Trump has already announced that he's coming back. He's going to run again. And that gets me excited, not for the prospect of him being president, but for the people that have gone into hiding, the recluses that have shrunk back into their QAnon caves and are just waiting for their day to emerge like the dirty little flowers they are and spew their nonsense again. I'm not saying that all QAnon believers are bad people. I would never say that. But I get a small bit of enjoyment from seeing it. There's a documentary about it. You should watch it. It's exciting. And it's fascinating. Because there are people out there that believe that there was some person that's part of the... And if I'm screwing this up, I don't care. Because it's not... Because it's not real that there's someone in the government, high up in the government, named Q, and we're doing that for anonymity purposes, or they are, and that this person, I mean, they're the ones that basically, QAnon is what basically started this revolution, the the January 6th and all that, because people believed that Q said, oh no, Trump is actually um, the second coming and he will be our president, even though the Electoral College says different. He's actually the real president. He's also Jesus Christ. And he will also bring about non-GMO foods for everybody. 
I don't know. I don't know what he's supposed to do. But they people believe that this person who for some reason I also found this curious, the the QAnon person who is this high ranking government official was releasing stuff. I don't know if they were documents or just texts. I don't know. But it was like on 4chan or Tumblr. Something stupid. Something that's like overly occupied by incels, which if you don't know what that is, it's uh involuntary celibate people. Is that the word? People who blame others for their virginity at the age of 40. And I'm not, again, this isn't a joke. I'm not making this up. This is all real life. It's funny, but it's funnier because it's true. And there's people that do believe this. But this guy is dropping these documents, these these revolution revelations, whatever they are, and he's doing it in like coded ways on Tumblr for all these nerds and dorks to decode and then take back to their caves and disseminate to their dirty little friends. And then they buy in it together and they go and try to storm the Capitol. Like that's, that's what QAnon is in case you were curious. And no one knows who Q really is. It's probably just some bum living in his mother's basement. That's an overly used trope. I get it. But I mean, it's fitting, right? It's fitting. And someone's just getting a kick out of it. They loved it until the riot capital thing started. Then they probably backpedaled and like, oof, this probably isn't a great idea. But I'm excited for Trump to be running again simply because of all the shenanigans that come with it. Now, I hope and pray for no violence, but, you know, one can hope, hope in one hand, right? So, and I can only hope that he also uses chat GPT to simulate or to write all his uh, speeches. He likes to go off script, but I think I think we can get Chat GPT in the White House. If we can get the Silver Lego Man and insert Chat GPT and give him the voice of an angel, like Kevin Bacon or something, we can get Chat GPT in the White House, right? Because they know. It knows everything. So if you have time, I would encourage you to sacrifice some of your anonymity, um, some of your private personal information. Give it to OpenAI. It's nothing big, just a few things. And then go play around with ChatGPT. I did. And it's 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 fascinating. It does it's got a limited knowledge range, but that's to be expected. It's a baby, it's an infant. It came out November 30th, so just a couple days couple months ago. But either way, you have to understand that science is progressing at an alarming rate. Wi-Fi is not getting any faster, but now we have silver robots that can melt and come in your vents, come through your vents, and take you over while you're sleeping, crawl up your nose, and then chat GPT will take over your brain and you'll be able to deliver dissertations at lightning speeds. And Elon Musk is also pulling strings with his uh, neuro implant thing. That's a whole nother thing. I don't know enough about it to even speak on it. All I know is that there's a neural link that he will put in your brain and it will make you able to access the Internet in your brain. Communicate without using words. We're slowly becoming symbiotic with machines. We are living in a sci-fi movie. So, 
when you go home, when you get home tonight, hold your close, hold your loved ones closely, thank them and for their humanity and thank God for your own humanity because it's not going to last. And I'm not here to fear monger, but you should be terrified. You should be buying up all the water, all the eggs, all the milk. There is an egg shortage. Get some chickens, hatch some eggs, get more chickens, lay some eggs, make an omelet, and pray to God that the silver liquid man doesn't slide under your door and write your emails for you. And that's the best case scenario. Build a bunker, get some five-gallon buckets, invest in some air filters. I don't know. I'm not a prepper. I promise you I'm going to have my friend on who is a uh, conspiracy theorist. We will ask him what the plans are for the end of the world. Uh, So go get your subpar equipment from Walmart while you're there. Bask in the glow of their new lights and enjoy their new setup. And grab hold of your family and prepare for the end of the world as the robots take over. That's all I have for y'all tonight. That's all I have for you. I have some pizza that I made in the oven. I'm going to go eat that now. And I'm going to say a prayer for all of us that we make it up. We wake up tomorrow. Uh, This is Kevin, and this has been Allegedly True. See you next week. Thank you.